right, it is episode 115 of Viking 360. Mike Rubin, along with my friend Brian Johnson. Brian, good to have you back, my friend. Good to be back, Rube. Happy to be with you. And I I understand that uh, you had an opportunity to talk with Viking head coach Derek Mullins. I did, and excited Derek Mullins. He's ready to play some basketball, Rube. It's been uh, a really uh, odd year for them as far as timing is concerned. Mother Nature has taken over uh, in some instances, and they've had to move and shuffle games around. So Derek and his team are excited to get back out on the floor tonight, and we're looking forward to seeing what they're able to do down in Sissonville. And Brian, I had a chance to talk with Lady Viking coach John Kennedy, and they have an interesting weekend planned in that they're playing two games up at East Fairmont, but they are not playing East Fairmont. They'll be playing a very good uh, Frankfurt team on Friday, and they'll be playing Lincoln High out of uh, Shinston on Saturday. And the Lady Vikings are now 8-3 and three on the season. And the Viking wrestling team is also headed to Fairmont this weekend. They'll be taking on the, they'll be participating in the Winner's Choice uh, Tournament up at the Armory up there. I had a chance to talk with a Viking senior wrestler, Brock Matson, who's ranked in the top 10 for his weight class. And Rube, don't forget, as always, these podcasts brought to you by RipleyVikings.com, a great sponsor for us. Get all your Viking apparel, T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, shorts, and don't forget that Viking uh, coupon code 360. Get 15% off of your next order. Well, the Vikings head to Sissonville the, on Friday evening to take on the Indians. Ripley brings a 4-2 and two record into the game, ranked number 7, according to Max Preps. And the two teams that have defeated uh, the Vikings this year have a combined record of 20 wins and only one loss. Here's Viking head coach Derek Mullins. Been a minute, man. Good to be with you. Uh, you have no idea. We've been itching to get back on the court, and finally we get back get back to playing. I'm glad to be back. Coach, you're basically in week six of the season, and you've played six games. You have to feel probably a little more like a football coach than you do a basketball coach at this point. <laughs> yeah, we've been playing one game a week, it seems like, and then we played Tuesday last week, and we had to wait for a week and a half where our game with Winfield got uh, snowed off. So it's it's we've just been practicing a lot. I almost feel like preseason all over again. I told the guys uh, it's finally the day before a game yesterday whenever we were practicing. So uh, excited to get to this point and – see where our kids are at coach you got a young club uh you know so you guys kind of seem to roll with the punches really well I've been impressed with with how you guys have adapted to all of the change uh in this uh, early part of the season with the weather issues and and cancellations and postponements and no therefore uh how do you feel your team has responded off the floor uh prior to tonight's game uh, well, these kids have went through a lot over the past two years, of course, with COVID and everything else going on with the world. So I, f- I feel like they've done a really well. Um, a couple of days in practice, I've just had to get on to them because uh, practice is starting to get a little monotonous going against each other uh, for the past week and a half. And we've been doing that for, as you said, they're just wanting to play somebody else and uh, go to somebody else's gym and play. And then, of course, from next week, we get three home games. So that'll be nice to come back home and uh, get some games going. So hopefully, uh, the weather can uh, will allow us to get going a little bit and hopefully get in a rhythm of things because you know how basketball is or any sport in general. It's all about rhythm when it comes to, to playing the postseason or right nowadays. It's 
it's just whoever's hot as as you're going along. So, but the kids been doing well um, in practices, and they're really excited for the opportunity tonight. Coach, who? Uh, how do you feel the the victory over Nitro uh, propelled your team here in the early part of the season? I know it's been ten days ago at this point, but that was a significant win for you and your team. It was. It was. The kids came out. They executed. They did exactly. Uh, what I asked the night before um, in practice, uh, Joey Ramsey did an excellent job on on their best player, on Colton Painter. Uh, I thought he really shut him down. He still had 15 or 16, but he's, that's expected of him. But he made a lot of tough shots and made some free throws. But uh, the kids, we changed up a lot of things um, offensively and defensively, partly and just been trying to switch up uh, just how or my outlook uh, throughout the rest of the year. Um, I thought they did an excellent job, and I feel like that game could – kind of get the momentum going a little bit. Uh, the kids were really excited and ready to go uh, and play Winfield um, when they were undefeated uh, that Friday. But, of course, like I said, snow hit, so that wasn't happening. So we had to reschedule that to a later date. But, um, I mean, things come. Um, obstacles happen um, as you play, and you just got to figure out how to respond to that. And we've really been trying to preach that uh, over the past couple of weeks, just how things are going to happen with sicknesses and weather. And you just never know what's going to go on with life, and you just got to – know how to respond off that and I feel like we'll see how we respond tonight against Sissonville. Coach I feel like something that uh, you and the, the coaching staff has done a nice job of and your team has really adapted to that is understanding you have a strength in the paint uh, and not forcing up threes in a day and age where you see so many threes shot uh, at every level of basketball watching you guys over the last few games you've really settled into the block understanding that you have quite a advantage down there and I think that's really paid dividends for you yeah for sure um we're kind of like the old school type of basketball team um I feel like we're not trying to shoot as many threes if we shoot say five or six I think that's a good game for us sometimes we might shoot eight to ten if they're open shots um but our goal of course is to get it inside I think I feel like that's the strength of our team and then once the big guys start scoring inside then they're gonna have to get doubled and that's what allows open jump shots on the outside I've preaching my guys how the best shot in basketball is an inside-out shot. So um, just the inside presence is huge. Um, anytime you can make shots from a block or a little 10-footers, um, you're, you're just your momentum and just seeing the ball go through the hole, it helps out so much whenever you start taking a couple steps back and shooting 15-footers to three-pointers. Coach, do you kind of feel like tonight uh, you, you kind of got to be careful how you start this game? Because, I mean, honestly <laughs> – it probably feels like you're starting the season over again to some degree uh, and make sure that you don't come out and, and uh, put too much emotion out early uh, and get yourself in a hole. You know, you want to come out and execute uh, and continue to do the things that have made you successful to this point. But again, it feels like we're starting over. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, me and coach on actually said that the past two days in practice, how it almost seems like it's been a year since we played uh, since our last game. So, like you said, um, we just gotta we gotta come out level headed and do what we need to do. Um, put the ball inside, play good solid defense, limit limit the second chance points, really limit the offensive rebounds. I feel like uh, against Nitro, we did a really excellent job uh, of doing that, and I really been trying to get on them about that in practice. Um, whenever say an offensive player gets a an offensive rebound, those guys are running. So I'm really trying to emphasize the limit, uh, the second chance opportunities, and. And once we do get the rebound, get it out and go. Um, anytime we can get it out and go and pass the ball up the court, whether we have a jump shot in the corner or uh, passing it to one of the bigs, diving the ball side block, I feel like it's our best offense and not trying to run anything. Coach Sissonville team has a couple of more games under their belt than you. 
Uh, they're sitting at 10 games. You're uh, sitting here at six. Uh, they've struggled a little bit uh, here in the early going, but this is a tough place to win. You know for a fact they're going to be teed up and ready to play here tonight. Yeah, Sissonville, you know one thing about them. They're always going to play hard no matter what, um, whether their record's two and eight or eight and two. Um, they're always going to come out uh, and try to punch you right in the mouth right from the get-go. Um, these kids are hard-nosed. They have grit to them. Um, don't have a whole lot of size from what I've seen this year on film, uh, but they play extremely hard. And, um, they're going to do all the little things, diving on the floor, getting the getting the loose balls. So we got to try to really limit that. And as I already stated, we got to limit their offensive rebounds. Um, they really crash the boards really well. Uh, but they have a couple good guards um, for what I've seen. Um, so I'm going to try to really focus in on them too um, and then make a couple other guys on the court try to beat us tonight. With a busy week next week tentatively, depending on what happens with the weather, obviously – uh, makes tonight pretty important. Every bit of it. Yeah, we want to come out on top tonight uh, and then just try to keep this keep this momentum going. Um, like you said, we got three big games next week, one with a, a sectional slash regional opponent uh, that we already played at the beginning of the year with uh, Point Pleasant, and then we got Parkersburg uh, one Wednesday, back-to-back game, and then, of course, St. Albans on Friday, all three big home games. But uh, one game at a time with us, uh, that's what I try to preach a lot, try to get one and know each and every night, whether it's in – in practice or playing in a game. So uh, try to get one and know tonight first off. What do you need to do tonight to make that happen, Coach? Uh, limit offensive rebounds first and foremost um, and get the ball inside. Uh, like I said, I feel like we have a height advantage with these guys tonight. So if we can get the ball inside and really feed it inside, that's going to create more opportunities for our guards on the outside and really get it out and go. I feel like running uh, is our best offense, our transition offense. So if we can do that. I have a really good I really I feel really good about this game tonight. Ripley Girls basketball is coming off of a convincing victory against Point Pleasant. The Lady Vikings are now eight and three on the season and ranked number seven in class AAA by Max Preps. As Coach John Kennedy explains, they will try to pick up a pair of victories over the weekend. Coach, uh, Lady Vikings put uh, sixty-two points on the board this evening, but uh, Really, you almost have to start off by talking about the defense. Uh, shut out Point Pleasant in the first quarter and only allowed two points in the fourth quarter. What about the Lady Viking defense? Well, we've been really stressing it in practice, and we were sagging. We well, we were sagging off a lot. We were able to stay out of foul trouble in the, in the first quarter. First half and allowed to get us play of a more up tempo style of game, and it got us easy buckets out of it. And it's just the little things. There was a couple times early uh, in that first half where we didn't have a player one pass away and her hand in the passing lane, and they capitalize on that. Just a, a couple little things like that that we'll get better on. But I was extremely proud of, you know, we got to speed that thing up and get a little into a little bit of a press and then when they'd miss we would jump out there and still put pressure on them in the half court and uh, got a lot of deflections got a lot of steals got some transition points and and that's how we've got to play uh, McKinnon was 17 uh, McKinnon Hall was 17 Sophie Nichols was 16 Aaron Ryan with 13 points but I thought someone who got you started early 
in that first quarter was Morgan Shanklin. She came out and hit a couple of three-point plays early, and that kind of set the tone in the first half, I thought. Yeah, I was glad to see Morgan get off and get get those easy buckets there early. Uh, got momentum on, on our side, and I've been talking to our girls like there's there's magic moments in games, and that right there, starting that game, Morgan started off right, finishing those, getting three-point plays, and getting her confidence back. And then we had Kiana in there helping us out inside. And, uh, of course, you got Max, Sophie, and E out there from the perimeter, and they're just all over the place on the floor. And, Coach, that this is your second win over Point Pleasant. And for the average fan, that may not mean a whole lot, but it is a sectional opponent, and that is important when it comes to uh, seating uh, in the sectional. Absolutely. And I'd like to have had that Nitro game back. We've been fighting a bug going on like every other team is in the state when it comes winter time. you got sickness going through your team. And we, we weren't 100% at that game, but I'm not making an excuse. Nitro was a quality team. But I'd like to have had that game back tonight. I think the outcome might have been a little bit different for us. But like you said, you know, when you've got two wins against a sectional opponent, you know, that gives us a, a good seating, you know, so to say, where we might take on – the, the three-team or the four-team, and who knows? I mean, we might go down to Nitro and get them, and then it's a toss-up. You don't know who's going to get the one seed out of that. Coach, you have an interesting weekend ahead of you. You travel up to uh, East Fairmont High School and play uh, two uh, teams that you don't see a whole lot. Uh, the first night on Friday, you play uh, Frankfurt High School over in out of Mineral County, and then on the second game, you play uh, Lincoln High School, which is uh, out of Shinston up in that area. Uh, tell us about that trip you have planned. Well, we're going to leave out of here Friday at 2 o'clock and take about a two-hour and 15-minute bus ride up to East Fairmont High School. Uh, we tip off against an undefeated Frankfurt. And, you know, I was talking to Coach Mullins today about it a little bit, and he said, you're going on a blind date. <laughs> And I just I said, yeah, you're exactly right. I don't know anything about them. I don't have a lot of contacts up in that part of the state. So we're going to kind of go on blind into it, but we're not going to change what we do. We're going to stay with who we are and try to play up-tempo with them, try to turn them over early in, in the game. And then on Saturday at 3.30, we have Lincoln High School, and that's another team that we usually don't play during regular season. Um, I do have some contacts on them, and, and I've watched a little bit of, of game film on them. And, you know, depending on how Friday goes, you know, we could come out of there with, with two wins. At the same time, we could go one-on-one one or we could take two. Um, but, I, but I like where we are right now. It's a major improvement defensively for us this evening, and I hope the girls see the little things that we've been working on practice as far as, you know, just getting hand in passing lanes, getting into help, stopping dribble penetration. Like, those things are so huge. But when you're looking, those girls, when you're, they're looking at it, they think, oh, this is just something little. Well, yeah, something little that, you know, you guys saw against Nitro that just allowed a lot of penetration. But I'm proud of the girls this evening. Coach, enjoy the win. Thank you, Rube. I appreciate what you do for us and for everybody at Ripley High School. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. 
Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. Four Viking wrestlers are currently ranked among the AAA top 10 in their weight classes. The group is comprised of freshmen Ethan Kay and Cooper Durst, senior Brett Haskins, and this 12th grader, Mike Rubin, had a conversation with Brock Matson. He has become uh, one of the more consistent winners on the Viking wrestling team this year, uh, racking up eight wins so far during his uh, senior seasons. Brock, thanks for being with us on the podcast. We appreciate it. Yes. And Brock, you've been wrestling for quite some time and even qualified once before for the state tournament. Tell me a little bit about the highlights of your wrestling career. Well, whenever I started in seventh grade and I was JV and then I worked a lot in the off season with Coach Matt and um, I started my eighth grade year and I ended up getting fifth at WSAZs. And I got uh, second at Wood Counties, and then freshman year, I uh, qualified for the state tournament at 106, and then um, I wrestled varsity my junior year. And uh, what has been the key for your your progression this year, picking up uh, 18 wins so far on the season? What has been the key? Um, I, I've just wrestled really consistent this year pretty much every time I go out I go out ready to go and I just wrestle pretty much the same every time I just am ready and uh, Brock you were telling me that you have a younger brother on the team and that uh, you two uh, see each other quite often on the uh, on the practice match there at Ripley High yes I wrestle a lot with my younger brother uh, Luke and um, sometimes it gets heated but most of the time it's good for both of us <laughs> Yeah, it can be that way with brothers. It's true, and uh, so have you. I'm sure you would like to uh, go back to the state tournament as a senior. Uh, what other goals have you set for yourself as a wrestler this season? Um, at the state tournament, I'd like to place top three, and um, if I if I wrestle well, I can I can achieve that goal. And. Uh, you were telling me that uh, you were a pro wrestling fan uh, in your younger day. or And uh, so tell me, uh, Brock, if you were to go ahead and, and pursue a career in professional wrestling, would you be a good guy or a bad guy and why? I, I would be a bad guy because um, my favorite uh, WWE wrestler of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I, w- I would want to be like him. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, that pro wrestling uh, has been a lot of uh, entertainment to watch over the years. It's it's a good time, good entertainment. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> so, would you say that uh, being a wrestler, uh, that also helps you in life other ways because you go through so much, not only uh, in the matches, but also in the practice room? Yeah, I think, I think wrestling overall helps me to be a better person. It really teaches me discipline with weight and just everything else is is just the way you live your life. It just really helps, I think. And, Brock, you were telling me that uh, you had an interesting hobby in that you restored a vehicle. Uh, so tell me the story behind the, uh, the truck that you've uh, been working on for a couple of years now. Well, I got, this, I got this old truck whenever I was a freshman, and the plan was just 
running and get it on the road. Well, then me and my dad just started working on it, and um, it kind of went a little farther than that, and we've done a frame-off restoration on it. And uh, how soon do you think it'll be uh, ready to run? Well, it runs right now and it drives. The only thing I'm waiting on is a dash pad. So I don't know, just whenever I get it in the mail. And I've already ordered it, so just whenever it comes in. And we can look forward to seeing you uh, drive that to uh, graduation then? Yes. <laughs> well, Brock, uh, thanks uh, for your time and good luck as the Vikings uh, go to uh, Fairmont uh, this weekend for a big tournament up there. All right, thanks. He is among one of the most accomplished wrestlers in Viking wrestling history. The two-time state champion is now trying to help other wrestlers reach their goals. Coaches Luke Parsons and Lucas Simpkins are in the midst of a strong season at Ripley Middle. He's one of the most uh, accomplished wrestlers in Ripley High School history. Uh, Lucas Simpkins, uh, he had an incredible record, 153 uh, victories as a Viking, uh, two-time uh, state champion, and his senior year uh, of 2016, he was the recipient of the Robert Dutton Award. And for those who may not be familiar with that, that is the uh, West Virginia High School equivalent of winning the Heisman Trophy. So Lucas, uh, congratulations. Uh, on a great career, and thank you so much for being with us uh, on the podcast. Well, thank you very much. What an introduction. <laughs> Can't beat that. Hey, Lucas, uh, not only were you an accomplished wrestler, but you are sharing uh, your knowledge, your expertise with a group of young men, and you've been doing it uh, for a few years on the youth league level, and now you have uh, moved up to the middle school level. Tell me about uh, why you decided uh, to get into coaching. Yeah, so getting into coaching, my story, um, I just, I'm just i just someone who really enjoys wrestling, you know, uh, it's my getaway, it's it's where I go when I'm upset, when I'm angry, when I'm happy, uh, it, it's, it's just my place is wrestling, and I have a lot to give back, and I think that's one of the most important things in wrestling, is get, well, sports in general, all sports, it's really amazing to give back, especially with all the places I've been and trained and coaches I've had, uh, you know, it's huge for me to come back and give it, if I didn't, it would be a shame, you know. Well, Lucas, uh, wrestling is one of those sports, unless you're just an absolute exceptional uh, athlete, it takes time on the mat uh, to, to get better. And you have uh, watched these, uh, some of these young men progress uh, through the years and now have uh, becoming uh, quite accomplished in their own right. Yeah, uh, that, that's what's most exciting for me is, is, is seeing the work that me and these kids have put in and, and to see it start paying off for them as they mature and they get older and they start to understand, you know, all the training we went through, all the repetition we went through, and it starts becoming muscle memory for them. And everything becomes easier with wrestling as, as, you, as you train more and as your muscle memory comes up, it becomes second nature to you. So, Lucas, uh, well, you're working with another uh, outstanding former Viking wrestler in, in Luke Parsons. And uh, tell us about what kind of potential uh, this team has, uh, first of all, on the middle school level uh, this year and, and in the next couple of seasons, and then as they develop on into the high school level. Yeah, so that's what we're really excited about is the oncoming years, the uh, high school years, these middle school years. Um, yeah, we're winning a lot right now, and, and we're looking really well. 
but I'm more about improving throughout these middle school years to for these guys to get into high school. And, and in high school, that's whenever we're going to start taking the winning and, and all that stuff real serious. Right now, it's, it's all about getting better, you know. And Lucas, just by the nature of the sport, uh, the average fan doesn't have a chance to see very many home matches in wrestling. That's just the way it works. You go to these big tournaments uh, across the state and, and beyond. But on this Saturday, uh, local wrestling fans have an opportunity to watch these young men in action. Tell us about uh, what's coming up on Saturday. Yeah, on Saturday we uh, wrestle with Milton and Huntington. It'll be our only home match. And... Um I think it'd be a good chance for some of you guys to come out and watch us, support us. Um, we're a real good team this year. Um, it'd be good to see a bunch of people out there and supporting us. I mean, it'd be nice to pack that place and have everyone rooting us on, really. Very good. Lucas, uh, and I guess uh, the uh, equivalent, the uh, the middle school equivalent of a state tournament is probably uh, the WSAZ event that's uh, up in Huntington later on. Uh, would you say that the, this team has a shot at uh, taking that tournament this year? Yeah, I believe so. Um, I think we're a pretty good tournament team. Um, I think uh, we're going to be good in the lower bracket and the upper bracket. I think Anywhere we're at, we're going to be wrestling and scoring points, so I think we're going to be good in that tournament, yes. I think we have a good shot at winning it. Lucas, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for what you're doing uh, for the program um, at the middle school level here at, uh, at Ripley, and hopefully that will develop and continue to progress uh, into the high school level. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.